Shooting a three, it's good. Joel and B firing from long range, and he knocks down a three. And the Sixers are going to win this game here in Boston, 115 to 103. And they are leading this series now. As soon as this buzzer sounds, three games to two. Jokic over to Murray. Murray turns the corner. Right-handed tomahawk. 23-point lead for Denver. The Nuggets end up blowing up the Phoenix Suns tonight by a final of 118 to 102. And for the second time in the series, the Nuggets have the lead. All right, good morning, everybody. Wednesday, May 10, Hour 3. Toby and TJ with you here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. We're brought to you every day by... River Wind, TJ Chucklin already. Oh, good morning, TJ. Oh, good morning. Our listeners, good morning. Are, our listeners are idiots. Good morning. <laughs> confusing people on time. Eight o'clock yeah, I was going to say, confusing today. people. Normally get to hear uh, I'm that, laughing so. at this text. A sign of a truly, uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. A sign of a truly great morning radio show. I suddenly see a Twitter poll about Mexican restaurants in Norman and immediately jump on the KREF app because I realize I'm missing a great debate. <laughs> <laughs> so here's if you're late to the show, here's what happened today. Uh, in the first hour, I fired Parker Thune because he uh, – do I have that authority, by the way? Do you know? Sure, go ahead. I don't care. Yeah, go I ahead. I fired Parker Thune because he said uh, Tara Humar. Sorry, Parker. I know you got a wedding and stuff coming up to pay for, but nah, you're, he'll you're be out. Fine. He's you're talented. Out. He'll be fine. He'll go to work with uh, some other recruiting service. Um, he said on his show yesterday that Tara Humaris was overrated, to which T.J. Perry quickly agreed and then declared that every other restaurant in town is better than Tara Humaris. And that caused uh, uh, me to become completely discombobulated. Uh, I have not yet recovered. And it's been a terrible show today because of this. You know, I did think about it, and I'm like, why am I not? I don't go to a lot of these other places around town. But then I realized the other two that I go to outside of Ted's are in Moore. So Hildago's and Alfredo's. Um, So I go to those two more than any of the others outside of Ted's and Norman. So the poll is uh, has been up for a half hour tonight. Now, uh, three hundred and twenty-eight votes have been cast. Uh, the question is: best Mexican restaurant in Norman, Chilinos, Tarahumara, Ted's, or other? Uh, Tarahumara leading the voting right now at forty-eight percent. 
Ted's 24%, Chilino's 12%, other 16%. Among the responses, Cheryl Bishop, I eat at Tara's every time I come to Norman. I will not miss it no matter how busy. Uh, Tyler Gray says Pepe's. Gus says Volcanoes on Lindsay. Never been there. I've seen it. Never oh, I'm thinking there. Volcanoes, the sushi place, but I forget there's a Volcanoes. Yeah, I've never mm-hmm. had it either. I passed it's by like, it not too long ago, and I said, huh, I didn't even know that was. I, so, Terry uh, Jones says Pepe's. Uh, Kelsey Conley, unfortunately, none of these hold a candle to Alfredo's, but it's in more. It's infinitely better, she says. Uh, Treb says Pepe Delgado's. Greg Tipton, celebrity vote here, says Pepe's. I got to go to Pepe Delgado's. I've never been there. Uh, Patrick from the Monson on our text line here. He's he's a Pepe's guy all the way. He says, so yeah, you need to try Ru- Pepe's. You you'll enjoy it. Ruben Robles, never heard of him. Says, <laughs> don't get him started. Okay. OU architect says El Huevo. Now El Huevo is good. I have been to El. Isn't that a? Uh, uh, it's a more breakfast. Uh, yeah, it is. It's breakfast Mexican. Maybe they have. Maybe they have uh, other stuff too. I don't know. I've been there once or twice, and I did enjoy it very much. I would not rank it ahead of Tarahumars, but I might rank it ahead of the other places on this list. Um. So anyway, that's uh, that's what's going on so far. That, that, um, when you saw the poll texter, that's what you were missing. So glad you jumped in on the the KREF app. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I feel I do feel a little vindicated so far by the poll today. So we'll see if it continues to play out like that the rest of the day. The NFL has announced its. I guess the schedule's coming out today or tomorrow, Teach. Uh, today tomorrow. Or tomorrow. I think it's Thursday. Today they have announced their international games. This has happened this morning, TJ, while we've been on the air. They have announced their international games this year, and your Dallas Cowboys do not leave the United States this season. There are five games that will be played internationally. October 1st, Falcons and Jaguars at Wembley Stadium in London. Then October 8th, the Jaguars and Bills. So the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing two games in back-to-back weeks in London. So they're just having an extended vacation. Yeah. They love going to London. They do. It seems like the Jaguars have been a lot recently. That's at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. The next week, October 15th, Ravens and Titans at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Then there's going to be two games played in Germany this year. Dolphins and Chiefs. On November 5th, that's a good game. And my Colts against the Patriots in Germany on November 12th. It's a good game. Big rivalry back in the day there, Colts and Pats. So there you go, Teach. There's your international that's series lot, this year. A lot of international game. games. And you, you hate this, you say. I just don't get it. Like, I mean, I understand it's all revenue and growing the sport and growing it into other uh, countries and everything. But I, as a fan of a team, like, just play at my home stadium. I would much. I, my first thought when I saw that the Colts are playing the Patriots there was, that's cool. I hope it's a Patriots home game. Yeah, I think yours was, wasn't it? I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I don't want to give up a home game to right. play yeah, exactly. in another country. So, uh, yeah, so hopefully that's the case. Okay, back to the OU conversation. I feel like, so last year, everybody gets, you know, the Sooner Nation gets dumped. Brent Venables rides in on a white horse. And maybe we were overly enthusiastic with year one. Okay? Predictions of playoffs and national championships and we're going to be way better to, you know, defensively and all this kind of stuff were running rampant, even from people who are normally pessimistic, right? And we're going to stick it to Lincoln. Wait till you see how good we're going to be now. I feel like the pendulum has swung 180 degrees this year too far. Last year was so traumatic, and understandably so. But last year was so traumatic that there's a whole bunch of people out there like, oh, my God, I'm never predicting that they're going to be good again ever. Like, ah, uh, eight? Maybe we get to eight this year? You know what I'm saying, Teach? Yeah. Like, yeah. Ah, come on, people. Get Flush it. Get your focus back to what Oklahoma football is. Oklahoma football still recruits, even now more than ever, recruits better than anybody else in this conference not named Texas, and most years lately better than them. You They're going to be fine. You hope Dylan Gabriel stays healthy. That that affected some things last year. Obviously, you mentioned the Texas game. But if Texas he doesn't, Jackson if he doesn't, Arnold you, is... Well, that's what I'm saying. This year, if he doesn't, I feel like you're in a better situation backup-wise than last year. So I'm more confident in Jackson Arnold. Um, so there are a lot of things that I'm more confident in going into this season. The improvements on defense. I, I agree with you what you said earlier. I don't know that the offense is going to be much different than we saw last year. Um, but if your defense is taking the jump that everyone's expecting, then... I agree with what you so, said. It, I, it, it it works. So, The two things that concern me on offense are the loss of Marvin Mims. Yes. Who will be a go-to receiver for OU. I am not overly worried about it because I think someone will s- step up and take the reins and be the guy. I just don't know who that is yet. Marvin Mims was exceptional. Um, so we'll see there. And the other thing is they did lose both of their starting tackles. Anton and Wanye drafted high. But I would be a lot more worried about that if I hadn't watched the Cheez-It Bowl. Like the offensive line was fantastic for much of the game against a very good Florida State defensive front. And I just I feel like Tyler Guyton is going to have a big year. Savion Bird. They, that offensive line that night played with so much attitude they were getting in fights after the whistle and i don't know i was really encouraged by what i saw in orlando you got jake taylor and jacob sexton and and uh what's the guy's name they brought in from stanford who i think is gonna uh rouse i think he's gonna start at one of the tackles i i i think they're gonna be fine on the offensive line i'm not worried about running back i think they're loaded there don't know if it's going to be Javante or Sachuk or one of these freshmen, but I think they're going to be fine at running back. I think they're better at quarterback because 
of the addition of depth and a second year in the system for everybody. So, yeah, I mean, I I think they're going to be fine on offense. On defense, I think they will be significantly better, and the biggest reason is it's year two. It was a massive system change. Everybody was trying to learn it on the fly. And just by nature of how things happen, I think everybody's going to be more, you know, reactionary and not thinking so much in year two of the system. Personnel-wise, I think they're better. They lost some guys that were good players for them. Deshaun White was a good player. I think they can be better at that position. David Aguebu was a nice player. I think they can be better at that position. I think they got better on the defensive line and deeper. Uh, I think they got better in the secondary and deeper. So I think they'll be light years better defensively this year. But there is some PTSD out there. There's no doubt. Like, oh, there, yeah. Like Sooner fans it should like, be. Oh, no, 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 six and seven. I know. Give me, can we get to eight? Can we get to nine, maybe? Yeah, yeah come on, people. <laughs> Probably only win four. Yeah. Um, so, I, 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 uh, I think last year, you and I both, Went into the season saying, hang on here just a second, folks. There's a lot of new. Not not that we predicted six and seven, Teach, but oh, we were. No, I don't little, think anybody would have predicted that. A little more like, let's be reasonable here. Okay. That's this might be bumpy. This year I feel like we're on the other I'm on the other side of it going, people, come on. Get your wits about you here. It's still Oklahoma football. It's gonna be okay. They're going to be right back into the uh, thick of it this year. So maybe I'm being wishful, hopeful. But I really believe that. I will be shocked, disappointed, if they don't win 10 games, are in Arlington, and are back in the hunt for you know college football playoff talk. I will be disappointed. I fully anticipate that that will be the case this year. Man, we agree on so much so often. It's so great. I'm fist bumping you right now through the radio, TG. You're my boy. You gonna talk about Mexican restaurants again? In sync. In sync. We're in sync. <laughs> I'm just offended for Chance, really, mostly today, that you didn't go make his recipe after he was kind enough uh, to look, come on and I, share with us. As soon as I'm able to on a flat top, I'll 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 give it a try. I forgot Memorial about Memorial Day mul- weekend, I'll uh I'll give it a shot. For sure. Forget about your multi house, multi grill setup that you've got. I didn't <laughs> Think about where you house your flat top. <laughs> house my flat top. It's one of your, it's one of your outdoor kitchen. Uh, the flat house. top ended up at the lake because I've got a covered deck out there, whereas I've got an unexposed back porch at my house. So that's why it got moved. Break time. We'll be back. The T Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the morning show. 8 a.m. hour brought to you by RK Black. Been in business since 1952, helping small and medium-sized businesses across Oklahoma and Kansas with all their technology solutions, copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management. RK Black, rkblack.com, 405-943-98. 
Yeah. Coach T calling me off the air, reporting uh, Duncan successful, two-time state champion, 19-shot victory. Wow. Yesterday. Yeah. Congratulations to the Demons. Yes, runaway victory. Runaway victory. Still, unbelievably poorly nicknamed school that I don't understand, but congratulations to them anyway. The Demons. I, would lo- I, I say this all the time. I can't imagine the board meeting, the school board meeting that took place where they said, why don't we name ourselves after the devil? Any of y'all okay. see Satan? What do we, what do we want to go with for a nickname for our new high school that we've established here? How about Satan? Uh, we can't call ourselves the Satans. All right, how about the demons? All right, that'll work. <laughs> that'll work. It's got two Ds, get it? Duncan and demons. We can't go with donuts. It's already taken. How about the Longhorns? No, that's terrible. We can never be the Longhorns. How about naming ourselves after the underworld demons? Yeah, that'll work. That's fine. That's better. Knippelmeyer <laughs> uh, Chevrolet text line. The last time I lived in Norman, the answer was obvious, El Chico. Their setup set the expectation for generations to come. <laughs> it is shockingly disappointing when you travel and you go to a Mexican restaurant and they don't bring you out queso. I'm always like, wait. Oh, yeah. That's There's right. some that don't bring out salsa, and you're like, hold on. Right. <laughs> Did I read the sign wrong? Is this not a Mexican restaurant? All I had was waters. We'll be leaving now. T-Row uh, uh, has me pumping my fist and whooping as I drive down the road, other drivers think I've lost my mind. Keep it up. Ten wins or bust. Boomer sooner. But, I mean, what did we become? Kansas State all of a sudden around here? I mean, come on, people. I think maybe we can get to eight. If we can just get to eight, that would be an improvement this year. Ugh. Gross. Gross. And how nervous are you about next year then? The following year, I'm saying. They're, they're, they're wedding themselves, TJ. Right. Oh, Are you moving God, into yes. the SEC coming off of an eight-win season? It's no like, way. For years and years and years now. God, we got to get to the SEC. we got to get to the Big get out of the Big 12 and get to the SEC. Well, we're going. And now, like, oh, my God, we're never going to win again. We're never going to win in the SEC. This is what you asked for. We are still Oklahoma. I'm not scared of anybody. Ole Miss is going to come to town. Oh, my God. Ole Miss is going to come to town now, Teach. Yeah, they got got teams like Florida over there. Yeah, dispensed of them. It's going to be fine. Calm down. Kendall says, if it's not 11 wins, it's a bust in my honest opinion. All right, Kendall. Um, I love the passion of the Sooner fan base, but we, and I include myself, can be very overreactionary to anything. See how fans reacted to OU softball not run-ruling a top-10 team. <laughs> it's the reason we're great, but also the reason we can be beyond frustrating. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're constantly told our expectations are too high. Now chastise because we're too low. <laughs> Thank you. Juan Del Fuego, best Mexican in Norman. There's a vote for Juan Del Fuego. I see that more as breakfast as well, um, which is awesome. 
for a nice Sunday brunch. Do you brunch often? Uh, I don't brunch often, are but when I do, family? it's always Juan Del Fuego. Are you, are you and Katie brunchers? We can be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Our schedule doesn't allow for it a lot of times, but when it does, like I said, we, uh, we try to hit up the old Juan Del Fuego, sometimes a Black Bear Diner. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> El Huevo is Spanish for the Huevo. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. I'm voting the Mont if you can count swirls. <laughs> They've got great Mexican food at the Mont. They, they, really they do. do have very good uh, Mexican food. I love their enchiladas. I do not consider that a Mexican restaurant. I just think they've got some Mexican food on the menu. The Mont is probably my number one ranked favorite restaurant in Norman. But I don't know that I would put it under the category of Mexican restaurant. <laughs> the taco bar at Golden Corral is better than Taro Mars. All right. Go listen to another station, okay? Stop I don't. It. I don't ever want you on our show again, whoever that was. Okay. Uh, this is what it all spins off into, too. Now we're getting all these. We got the stuff from Moore. Now we're getting San Marcos, the only answer outside of Norman. Um, here's somebody about the Arkansas play-by-play. Yeah, yeah I, I, I listened to it. Um, I listened to it. I don't mind playing it. What did you think about it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something you can play. It's something that can be said. So. Did you like the call? Yeah, I actually did. It went a little long, but I do like that ending line. Uh, did I spell Chilinos wrong? Somebody said if you spelled Chilinos right, it would be winning. So I must have spelled Chilinos wrong. Um, let me see here. So this is from, obviously, a few years back. Uh, 19, maybe? 2019. This is not. This is from them winning the Super Regional. Arkansas baseball winning the Super Regional. Uh, here's the call that we were told. There is a, I will warn you, the D word is coming. All right, so if you're offended, watch out. You're one. Ground ball, third base. Diving stop, Nesbitt. He's up to his feet. He throws across, and the Razorbacks are going to the College World Series. Hey, Omaha, start the preparation. They're coming from Fayetteville. They're coming from Little Rock, from Fort Smith, from Pine Bluff, from all four corners of the natural state. College baseball's Emerald City is the destination. A bright red Razorback caravan is headed to Nebraska. And this time, we're coming for the whole damn thing. Yeah, it's definitely something he wrote out in advance in the hotel room. And it was a little little much, a little long. They did not win the whole thing, by the way. They still haven't. Your thoughts? Um, seems scripted to me. It, it, I like the line if he would have just dropped that line, hey, Omaha, and then went into the line. Like, the whole yeah. build-up to it was a bit much for me. We're coming from Fort Smith. <laughs> We're coming from Conway. <laughs> We're coming from Fayetteville. We're coming from the Hot Springs. We're coming from Newcastle. I don't know all the dames in uh, Arkansas. Siloam Springs, we're coming from there too. We're coming from Eureka Springs. Come from all the springs. Yeah, it got a bit much there for him. 
Good call. Good call. The OU-BYU uniform matchup is beautiful. I cannot believe it's not getting more love. I cannot wait for this game. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be great. It'll be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. OU road whites, BYU home blues with that classic helmet. Hopefully they wear their classic uniforms. That'll be a good one. Here's what part of yesterday had to be as far as uh, people, I I guess, Teddy and them talking about people were worried about BYU and this and that. You and I don't spend any time on message boards. Correct. It has to be a BYU message board fear page, like a fear forum. Like, who else is scared of BYU? I am. I'm nervous. Because I nobody I've talked to, they're, they're excited about the game and the atmosphere and all that, but I haven't heard anybody like that I've talked to nervous over that game. Not that BYU can't win or beat Oklahoma, but... If I Oklahoma, haven't got that. I haven't experienced that. If Oklahoma is what you and I think they are, they'll win that game. They're better yes. than BYU. Yes, agree. The atmosphere will probably be uh, tremendous. I'm very much looking forward to seeing the the view. That stadium is one of the prettiest in the country. I think there will be a lot of OU fans there, too. I think there will be a tremendous amount of Crimson in the crowd because everybody, as soon as they saw the schedule, that's the game they were excited about. So that's going to be the the road game this year. You know, it, it usually there's that one non-con game that everybody wants to, to get to. Well, it's going to be a conference game this year. It's going to be the BYU game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it won't, yeah, it could be tough. I mean, they put it on Baylor last year. I put them on. It was a great game, but they beat them. So it won't be a layup. Uh, last one for this segment. Uh, morning, buddy. Oh, hey, I'm going to Man Happening for my sister's graduation this weekend. You and Josie love breakfast and eating. Give me some Manhattan recommendations, please. Plus, I don't like the sound. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't like how it sound like Dave Hunsaker. Have a good day. Say, say, what was that last part again? I don't. I don't sound like Dave Hunsiker. Oh, also, I don't sound like Dave Hunsiker. You do a little bit, Carter, in my voice. Uh, yeah, TJ's version of you is very similar. Um, there's a place, a recommendation I would have in Manhattan, Kansas for you. Did he say for breakfast? Is that what he asked? Uh, let's see. Breakfast and eating. He just says you guys love breakfast and eating, so give me some recommendations. <laughs> we do like eating, yes. Um, <laughs> the chef. There is a diner called The Chef uh, in Manhattan that I really like. Very good. That's my go-to place for breakfast in Manhattan, Kansas. So there's my recommendation. You want to meet Carter there? I'm busy this week. I'll be in Spokane, Washington. 834, break time. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports (laughs) Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. You know I'm not uh, plugged in as well as uh, you and all of our listeners are, so I just this is an honest uh, question. So I'm listening to the uh, Teddy and Tyler show yesterday afternoon, and the afternoon, great show that we got. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Uh, the Reek. The, uh, no, 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 that's well, not no? Right. Uh, the, the Blitz. The Blitz. No, yeah, that's, that's Dean. That's Dean. Uh, the Rush. Oh, that's it. The Rush. 
Tyler's concerned. <laughs> Chris, Blake, Chris Blake just wandered into the studio, flipped on the light. He looks lost. He can't even hear me talking about him right now. And he's got an iPhone charging cord wrapped around his neck like it's a tie. I have no idea what's going on here. Hmm. Uh, now he's looking Is he up okay? At me. <laughs> he looks like he's not he just, a hostage, is he? <laughs> Took it off. He has no idea I'm even talking about him. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so you know you're playing. We're playing uh, uh, TCU on a Friday. That the Black Friday. The Black Friday. Yeah. Tyler's concerned that this is a preemptive strike to prepare us that we're going to now going forward always be playing Missouri every Friday after Thanksgiving. And I was like, wait, hang. How did that leap get made? Um, he feels it's a, like, like it's a, a preparation game. Like, get used to playing on Friday. This is right. about to happen a lot. We're we're trying to uh, soften the blow for the OU fan base when they find out that we're now going to be playing every Black Friday against Missouri. And I was like, well, one, I don't know why we'd now be playing every Black Friday, but why is Missouri your opponent? And he seemed to indicate that it's it, it's been decided who OU's three are going to be in the SEC. It's going to be Texas, Missouri, and Florida. Now, what am I missing here? When did this get decided? Who decided this? Um, I know there's been no announcement. I mean, I know this, that's, that's been one of the rumored scenarios. Why? Well, well, because there's been lots of rumored scenarios. That's what okay. I mean. Like, it's been yeah. – I've seen several things thrown out. I don't well, know that kind of talking like, well, it's a given. Everybody knows our three is going to be – Texas, Missouri, and Florida. He's very connected. Like, He's probably talked to someone up there in the SEC that he knows something. Well, if he's right. I mean, right, even if he is, I don't know why it would still be Missouri every Friday of Thanksgiving Well, he week. rattled it off. It's like it's it's rivalry week, so everybody else already has – they've already got rivals, and the only two left are up for – the only team left for Oklahoma to play is Missouri. So we're going to play Missouri on rivalry week, and it's gonna now it's going to be on Fridays. Oh well, I get I get where he's where he's going with that, but I just wouldn't see that game being every year on that day. Why not Arkansas for us? Well, that's what I'm saying. I still think you might would have some teams rotate through, even if it's not one of your scheduled three. I'm just wondering where that came from. Like those three, I get Texas, obviously. There seem to be a lot of fans around here that think that that's the. But you get stuck with Missouri. We've got nothing else to do with okay. them. They were a, a they previous conference three. member of yours, so you get Missouri. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Florida? I don't get that. The, the, the Arkansas probably won't happen, but it makes the most sense to me, and it does to you too, I believe. Outside well, of Texas, it makes the most sense out of any other school in the SEC. Well, yeah, it makes tremendous geographic sense, right. and it would be a lot of fun. And I, I, I think I don't know. It's obviously hotly discussed because it hasn't been announced yet. I think we got SEC meetings coming up next month, and maybe they'll figure it out then for sure. But this format thing is complicated. But from the people I've talked to, and the it's been a while, but it seems like the one that is most popular is the 3-6 format it's just figuring out how to fairly balance the three is the tricky part you know you can't you can't uh, have one school playing uh alabama lsu and florida and another school right. playing missouri kentucky and south carolina so um the tiered system was at least being talked about where based on recent success you put 
all of the teams in the SEC in three different tiers, and then everybody gets one team out of each tier. That, that way everybody's got a great team, a medium team, and a bad team, theoretically. So, yeah, those tiers get out, though, and I can see schools throwing fits, even Vanderbilt, who is in that lower tier, saying, hey, you can't place us in a lower tier and say that's who we are as a program. Maybe you got to be more transparent than that. Right, Maybe you got to right. just say, hey, this is just simply based on the last five years. Records the last five years. This We just went straight that way. But it's in some manner trying to evenly balance those three givens. Um, Texas is our one no-brainer. And I would imagine in that case, they're kind of a middle of the pack, right? In the SEC, Texas is not going to be among the elite based on recent. Based, based on the last decade, sure. Or and how far not, back you go, five years. I mean, at best, they're in the middle tier. So, so there's our middle tier team. It makes a lot of sense for Missouri to maybe be the lower tier team because of geography and, and they don't have any other natural. I mean, Arkansas, I guess, is natural, but, you know. So I get that. And then the upper tier team, I guess, Florida has been decided that that's ours i guess i don't mind that i don't florida be great i'd love to go to the swamp and all that kind of stuff i'm just curious as he, he was speaking almost matter-of-factly like well we're going to start playing missouri on uh, black friday every year and here's why because our three schools are going to be this this and this and everybody else has already got matchups on that weekend so we're going to be stuck with missouri and maybe he's right i don't know i, I just i was like did i miss a, an announcement somewhere we got a text here saying that game every Friday usually is Mizzou and Arkansas. They've tried to make that a, they've tried to make that a made up rival. So I thought Arkansas played LSU on Black Friday. Oh no, this text is saying Missouri. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. Toby's right. Okay. Yeah. Text about here. Arkansas and LSU. Yeah. Or just about everything on the show today. Everything on the show today. Thank you. <laughs> hey, we have. This is like private property, man. What's going on out there, TJ? What's going on? There's like four cars parked out there. Huh. There's soccer moms like chilling out on the railroad tiles. I bet they're lo- – so there's a search for a dog. Not oh, the, I'm a terrible not person. The black one. I told him to get out of here. No, you did? No. no. <laughs> not the black one, but apparently the missing one is running with the little black dog. And they oh. can't find their dog, but apparently the two have been seen together. So I bet they're looking for oh, the dogs. I'll- yeah. I'm going to go help them now. Toby, <laughs> sorry for interrupting your show to tell you that. No, no, You're no. Right. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about at this point. Rivalries and Thanksgiving Day. Uh, Are we going to play week, Missouri every Friday every week. after Thanksgiving? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's all. I, I, I think we've reached the end of this discussion. And I don't mind playing on uh, Friday that every no. week. I, you know, I don't either. I, I kind of like it. So, Not that I'm in the country or anything ever, but. If I was I, I, even, I would still like it. I don't know if I like it or hate it. I, I don't know that we – when's the last time we did it? That used to be OU Nebraska. Yeah. For many years. Um, I feel like we've done it once. Oh, uh, West Virginia. At West Virginia, right? We played them the day after Thanksgiving, I believe, a few years back in Morgantown. Am I crazy about that? Uh, no, no, you're not. That, that is that is correct. I'm pretty sure John's fighting with you and uh, Plank now. Is saying uh, they it used to be Arkansas LSU league moved it. It has been Mizzou Arkansas recently. 
when he sent oh, me okay. some screenshots of schedules. So, all right. Well, we'll say he's right then. Eight forty-seven <laughs> in the morning. Chris Plank joins us when we come back. Back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It's time for the crossover. We welcome in now Chris Plank. Uh, good morning, Chris Plank. Sorry. Good morning, Toby. What's up? Good morning. I went and did a little research. That is exactly what's happening out in our parking lot right now. They're looking for a lost dog. Yes. Actually, Murray, phrase that. The lost dog is in this field with another dog, and they can't get it to come back to them. There's two dogs now? It's two dogs. Yeah, it's that white one. It's Sydney. She's been missing and running with the other dog. No, but I've never seen her, but apparently she's out there with the other dog that I've been seeing. But what but I asked Chris are... is, why won't she come back to her owner? Right. Or why, how did she end up with this other dog? Why right. are they running the streets together? That's right. What's up? Something wrong at home? Is there a little issue with maybe how they view this relationship? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I was thinking about is that. Is there a chance drugs are involved? <laughs> Could there be some issues? Is there is is there prob- is the family trying to move? Like, what was the um, what was the Disney movie where the – the family moved, and the girl was young, and you, you saw the emotions in her head, uh, and they had all the different personalities for the emotions. Maybe that's what's going on here. Maybe there's some sort of family fight that's going on here. But I'll tell you this much, Toby. I do think one of my dogs would absolutely, constantly, and consistently run away from me if he got out. Oh, yeah? Do you would Because TJ was saying that your dog would come back, right? Ranger. Ranger would come say back. his name, snap my finger. He's He'd be back. sitting right next to me. Yeah, How, Toby, do you think... Yours would? I have four dogs. Right. Wow, you're up to four now? Well, I have two dogs. Each of my boys has a dog. Oh, okay. They happen to be living at my house. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Blue will be going to Albuquerque in two weeks, but for now, they're all four here. Blue would uh, not run away. Okay. Blue would come right back to the front porch. Lucky would not even leave the yard. If I <laughs> open the gate... He would, no say, effort. he would say, uh, you need to close the gate. Uh, so Piglet would just run around in circles in the front yard and come right back. She wouldn't run away. Stitches. Stitches is our runner. We have chased Stitches. One time we chased her for two miles before I finally tackled her in a field. Uh, but Stitches, since COVID, has eaten well. Okay. And now, when we take Stitches for a walk, even, like, she gets gassed pretty quick. (laughs) So, I think she would probably run and not get very far. Right. And we'd be able to, like, track her down three houses over because she's out of breath taking a nap. (laughs) So, that's the current. She's just not a very good athlete anymore. Back in the day, she was tremendously athletic. But now, she's not. Right. That's the current situation for us. I think I would... My wife had a, when we first met, she had a great Pyrenees, and you would think the same thing would happen with the great Pyrenees, but when that dog would get out, Toby, it would be gone for like a day and a half, and then you'd just find it chilling on the corner somewhere. It's like, eh, I'm good. Come get me. Take me home. But yeah, I think two of my three dogs would come back. I think I'd be chasing around like these people, but I will give this- this Have we one. tried food with these dogs? Okay, so that's what they're doing. She's got. She said, "I put their blanket out. I put her blanket, our his blanket, out there, and we were sitting out there, and 
I'm just hoping that it'll, uh, you know, come back to me. I, I'm not kidding. At one point when I walked out there, uh, I thought she said, yeah, we got a friend that's coming. He's going to bring a tractor. And I was like, are, I, I guess I heard him wrong. I'm like, are they stuck out there? <laughs> get a tra- But I think they said a trap. I think they're trying to get it where they can get him in a cage. I guess when they came out here and saw him, they didn't have their doggy huh. cage or whatever. So Very interesting that they can't get their dog, and they've known they've been in this field. And the dogs, for like a week. The dogs are lost and hungry but have not left our field right here, right. our parking no. lot, for three days, four days. It's a very trustworthy place. You all <laughs> right. should know that. I honestly thought that it was a car wreck whenever I came in and someone had just pulled off the road to kind of share – insurance information toby right then i I remember there's that field over there maybe there is some sort of event going on and this is a closer walk i don't know no just three people out there chasing down dogs quite a day i think you should put the wireless equipment on i got it do play by play go out there and try to help this situation i think that'd be good radio (laughs) well the lady did tell me that she thinks we've been chain around the dog right the lady did tell me she thinks that i've helped her out before because she's like, about a year ago, they lost a German Shepherd over here. And I was like, I, I didn't want to be the person to say, I'm like, ma'am, if you're talking about a German Shepherd, yeah, I mean, listen, no there way. was, I, I grew up next door to German Shepherd, German Shepherd. I'm scarred. Them and Doberman Pinterest, okay, I'd be running. What kind of dogs are these out in their yard? Well, the, the black one looks like a, it looks like a Pomeranian, but he's bigger, like a Collie almost. So, but just a big ball of fluff. The other one, I think, is a Shih Tzu. Or however you say it. You said it perfectly. Apologize, people. <laughs> um, you're getting some pretty good weather up in Gonzaga this weekend. Yeah, right? it's going to be nice, baby. I guess I what's am your, not. What's your favorite Mexican restaurant in town? Taco Bell. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. See you guys tomorrow. Have a good, have a good show. Chris Plank coming up next. Stick around, everybody. The radio only gets better and better here on The Ref. Thanks for listening. We'll try it again tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.